educate our clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. We don't pay celebrity spokespeople millions of dollars. We'd rather pass that value on to you. Call 800-900-8000 and speak with one of our experts. We'll send you a free gold kit along with my latest number one national best-selling book, The Great Devaluation. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Get the best information, the best process, the best service, the best value. Call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000. I tend to second-guess dinners with friends because they're often interrupted by diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or oily stools. It turns out I have EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, which means I'm missing the enzymes needed to digest food. My doctor prescribed Creon Pancrelipase, an oral prescription medication that replaces pancreatic digestive enzymes. Creon treats EPI due to cystic fibrosis, chronic pancreatitis, pancreatectomy, or other conditions. Creon may increase your chance of fibrosing colonopathy, a rare bowel disorder. Tell your doctor if you have a history of intestinal blockage or scarring or thickening of your bowel wall if you're allergic to pork or if you have gout kidney problems or worsening of painful swollen joints call your doctor if you have any unusual or severe gastrointestinal symptoms or allergic reactions take creon as directed by your doctor and always with food do not chew capsules as this may cause mouth irritation other side effects may include blood sugar changes gas dizziness sore throat and cough these are not all the side effects of creon creon is the number one prescribed epi treatment ask your doctor about creon for epi and visit creon.com or call 800-633-9110 to learn more that's c-r-e-o-n.com sponsored by We've got bonus basketball on the schedule as the high school regular season comes to a close. The Game of the Week extends its coverage to Friday's season finale as 6A foes meet with postseason hopes on the line. Derby heads out west to face Mays in an ABCTL showdown to end the regular season. The Eagles and Panthers square off in the second game of this Game of the Week doubleheader. Join me, Chance Lebo, on the call for Friday's coverage beginning at 7 o'clock on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. This is SportsCenter. I'm Doug Brown. The All-Star break is over. The NBA is back to work tonight with 12 games, including the Lakers and Warriors in San Francisco. No LeBron James for the Lakers. He's out with a left ankle injury. Also tonight, the Mavericks host the Suns in Dallas. ESPN's Tim Legler believes the Mavericks could make a run down the stretch. They're really going to open some eyes, I think, here. Really? The last 25 games. Yes, Dallas looks really? scary to me. With the two, Those two acquisitions were not talked about. Training deadline, right? Gafford and P.J. Washington. They now can go the entire game with a legitimate 6'10 and up athletic big with livelier Gafford. Tim Legler on Unsportsmanlike. Texas Longhorns coach Steve Sarkeesian gets a raise from the Board of Regents. He'll be paid $10.3 million this year, and his contract extension now runs through the 2030 season. Mets right-hander Kodai Senga will likely start the new season on the injured list with a moderate shoulder strain. Senga went 12-7 during his rookie season last year. Hey, it's your resident Super Bowl champ, Chris Candy, coming up Friday. I'll tell you why the Patriots not picking a quarterback with the third overall pick would be franchise malpractice. It's unsportsmanlike, 6 a.m. Eastern, right here on ESPN Radio, ESPN2, and ESPNU. You're listening to The Pulse with Pat Strothman on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Small town, big dreams, and a young boy the age of 15 had a premonition his city would get seen. Now I'm winning, get sheen in the city of the home of our 
What's up, Wichita? Happy Thursday, everyone. The warm weather is still here in Kansas. Boy, that puts us in a good mood. But you know what also puts us in a good mood? The return of Jack Johnson. Welcome into the polls on Wichita Sports Leader, ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Glad to have you here today. If you're listening to us in your car on your radio, thank you. If you're at home listening to us on the radio, thank you. But let's say you're about to step out the car. If you want to step outside your car and you're afraid to miss anything here on the show, you can take us with you by pulling up ESPNWichita.com, click on the Listen Live link, a media player will pop up, and boom, you can listen to this show and other shows for that matter. You can also stream us on the TuneIn app on your smartphone, and if you have a smart speaker at the house, tell your smart speaker to tune into ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM, or KKGQ. I'm Pat Stropman. Jack Johnson is officially back. Glad to have him here. We'll talk to him about his trip to Surprise, Arizona in just a little bit. The number you need today for giveaways is 316-669-4996. We have three different things to give away. Three. (laughs) Lots of giveaways today on the show. Wichita State and Temple coming up on Sunday. We have a pair of tickets for you to win, so be ready to call in there. We also have Kansas Lottery tickets, $30 worth of Cash Blitz instant tickets here on the show. And just in, coming up at the Crown Uptown Theater on Friday, March 8th, Pauly Shore is going to be in Wichita. And we have a pair of tickets for you If you are the correct caller, we have three different giveaways today. How are we going to find time to do them all? I don't know. (laughs) We'll figure it out. But you have to be ready to call at 316-669-4996. That's 669-4996. If you want to be on the show, you can use the text line at 316-247-0923. Nate the Great is on the text line saying eight inches of snow would put me in a good mood. I would disagree, Nate. (laughs) Eight eight inches of snow would put me in a very bad mood, (laughs) in a very, very bad mood. I'm a big fan of this type of weather. I feel like in Kansas you're seeing spring get skipped over so much. It's like spring doesn't even exist. I want more of a spring. That's what I want, more, more spring. Give me spring conditions. That's what I want. So, Nate, sorry if you're in a bad mood because it's not snowy outside. Maybe do a snow dance and something can happen. So you can build a snowman. 316-247-0923. Also got this. Some of us listen while at work, too. Yes, I know. Job well done. I absolutely love you guys that have that kind of dedication when you're working. That type of dedication is great, which is why the text line was essentially created because we all know that, A, some people are shy about being on the air and actually talking, which is totally understandable. So texting is easier for a lot of people, but also you might be sitting in front of a computer screen and there's a Zoom call going on. 
but you're not really giving it your all, like your full attention. So you're trying to relay your text, your thoughts. That's what the text line is about. So we appreciate you. 316-247-0923. I just know 105 <laughs> degree temperatures will be here in no time. Shh. We don't talk about those things, Nate. No, no, no. We don't do that. Anywho, welcome to the show. And continue to text your thoughts here today. We also have social media. If you want to be a part of our social media gang, please do so. Like and follow us on all the different social media pages, Facebook, Twitter, slash X, and Instagram. ESPN Wichita is the handle. ESPN Wichita on 92.3 is technically the handle on Facebook. Here today, it is a little bit different. So normally Brian Haney, voice of the Kansas Jayhawks, is on the show on Thursdays. But he requested, could we move to tomorrow at 225? And, of course, I said yes. Brian, though, was supposed to relay those thoughts last week. I didn't get that until today, which is fine. This is why you check in with everyone before you actually talk to them. So Brian will be on the show tomorrow at 225. So we won't talk KU basketball with him here today. Filling in for him, though, is Eric Eager from Sumer Sports. Eric Eager was out at Super Bowl 58 Radio Row in Las Vegas. Eager gave me an autographed copy of his new book. It was really nice of him. And I'm like, look, man, when you get you on the show, tried to get him on for yesterday. He had meetings all the way until 4 o'clock, so that didn't happen. But he is available for today. And he is also a salary cap wizard. He follows it very closely. So how does Kansas City go about retaining some of their players? We'll get Eager's thoughts on that. It's coming up at 225. 245, if you're like me and you played video games growing up, you're probably in a very good mood today. And it's not because you're sitting here at work not playing video games. No, no, no. It could be the fact that your childhood might be returning. We'll get into that in just a little bit. Hour number two, not going to have enough time to get the Paul Mills audio here in this segment, so we're going to push it to 302. Paul Mills, after last night's win over Tulsa, Paul Mills has to be a happy camper after the type of display that we saw last night inside the roundhouse. After that, we have Rising and Falling with Pete Anderson, brought to you by Adventures Point Financial Group. Only a couple of weeks left of that, which makes me sad, but it's been a, a fun time. And then coming up after that, we have Terry France with Cars for Heroes, brought to you by Superpools. That is our lineup for today. It is February 22nd, 2024. Really appreciate you all for tuning in on this Thursday afternoon. You are all the best, and you are why we are Wichita Sports Leader. Your dedication is fantastic. And I hope that we can see maybe a little bit more of your dedication in the future. Because there's something cool that ESPN Wichita is going to do, and we want you guys to be involved. So we'll tell you about that in the future. I can't release details now, okay? I can't do that. But at some point in the future, you might be interested in something like this. And I'm hoping that we can get Jack Johnson to come down for something like this. But that is for the future. Meanwhile, Jack Johnson, hello, good sir. How was Surprise Arizona? Oh, Before we dive into Wichita State, yeah. let's get your thoughts on that. Yeah, uh, great time, great weather, uh, fun to see uh, baseball so up close and personal. It's always a treat when you go down for spring training. 
Um, yeah, I think it was just the excitement of knowing that it's right around the corner. And I've always been somebody that loves March uh, because you have March Madness, a college basketball fanatic. It's hard to beat that when you've got college basketball on all day in a do-or-die tournament. And then you turn around and there's baseball uh, right there. So uh, I know a lot of people were excited about that. It was such a fun time. Uh, Petro and I had a, a great experience down there in Surprise. Also spent some time in Peoria as well. So that was all very much enjoyable. And you can't thank uh, 810 enough for being able to send me down there and just get to you know experience and cover all, all was going down for those four days. What, ESPN Wichita didn't they pick up any of your meals? What, we're chopped liver over here? Hey, but Petro, Petro had the, the credit heck? card. Petro had the credit what card. The so, heck? Uh, yeah, Man, but... chopped liver over here. <laughs> Man. Here we are playing all the audio that Jack gets. We have him on for a couple of hits, and all of a sudden he forgets about us. Jeez. How about that? No, I'm just playing around. All the audio that you grabbed was really, really good. I always like hearing from those guys that are maybe on the cusp of, of getting there, but also some that, that still have some work to do. You had a wide variety of, of guys that you talked to, and I enjoyed all of them. There were some really, really good interviews that you were able to do. So job well done. Glad you got back safely to Kansas City, and I'm glad you had a good time. Hopefully we'll see you do more of that in the future. And lots of optimism from the Kansas City Royals' perspective. So that is great. Fantastic stuff. Okay, so the Shockers, let's get into this real quick. We have some player audio. You'll hear from four different individuals. You'll hear from Colby Rogers, B. John Cortez, Xavier Bell, and Kenny Poto. That might be the first time they've done four players for a postgame press conference. Wichita State looked good last night. The Shockers, they handled the Tulsa Golden Hurricane. They dominate. They absolutely dominate for a 79-63 win over the the Golden Hurricane. Tulsa was aiming for its first season sweep of WSU since 1996, by the way. So Wichita State getting that win. Shockers led by double figures. And guess what? They didn't blow it. Earlier this year, that was what happened. They had a 15-point lead, and they coughed it up. And uh, that was one of those tough losses that Wichita State has had here for 2023-24. Defensively, they looked pretty darn good yesterday. More hands-on defensive approach really kind of worked for them. They wanted to limit the, the dribble drive as much as you can. You saw a defense that allowed the opposition to pass when they wanted beforehand, but this time around they forced 22 turnovers. They were able to get 15 steals last night against Tulsa. And the important part was not to put Tulsa at the free throw line, and you could do that by just playing better defense. And Wichita State played really good defense. 22 turnovers, a season-high forced by Wichita State this year. The 15 steals is nice because you're looking at live ball turnovers. And usually when you have live ball turnovers, you go the other way, you can finish in transition. They lead to easy shots normally. They normally lead the easy shots. So Wichita State was able to be incredibly active last night against the Tulsa Golden Hurricane. They swarmed them. And that's exactly what Wichita State needed to do to get back on track from a defensive standpoint. 
offensively for Wichita State. You had a slew of guys do a variety of things. Kenny Poto off the bench. That's probably the one performance that you really need to highlight for Wichita State last night because he was able to score 16 points. He hit seven field goals. The free throw line, he made a couple of them. Wasn't there a whole heck of a lot. He was only there twice, but 7 of 10 from the field. Added seven rebounds. Only had one turnover. Looked pretty good. Bijan Cortez getting a double figures. We might have, I don't think it would be this extreme, but Bijan Cortez, if he reaches double figures, odds are you're probably going to win that game. Like your points are going to go way up in terms of your chances of winning. It's going to go up by like 52 because if he gets the double figures, that's going to help out. And he had four assists and only two turnovers, which that was good for the Shockers as well. Colby Rogers, though, just goes to show you the game before, gets into foul trouble. Only plays 17 minutes. Wichita State struggles against Charlotte. What happens in this game? Doesn't get into foul trouble. Only had one foul all game. 19 points. Perfect from the free throw line. Nine for nine. Able to hit a couple of threes. Shockers were just three of 13 from beyond the arc. But maybe the most impressive thing about them offensively is the fact that, all right, first half, you're two of 11. Maybe we need to shoot our way out of the slump. From deep. Maybe that's what we got to do. Shoot our way out of the slump in half number two. Wichita State chose to just shoot twice from distance in the second half. One or two from deep in half number two. And I'll take that from Wichita State, especially when you're 56% from the field elsewhere. That's pretty darn good for Wichita State. 48% overall for the game. And at the free throw line, hey, Wichita State's. Able to make free throws, 18 of 21 from the charity stripe as the Shockers pick up their third conference win, and now they turn their attention to Temple coming up this weekend. Speaking of Colby Rogers, B. John Cortez, Kenny Poto, Xavier Bell, all of them spoke to media members after the fact. Let's hear from uh, the four individuals from Wichita State following a blowout win over Tulsa. I'm um, just how resilient we are. Uh, we face a lot of adversity this year, but, you know, we continue to keep going, continue to keep fighting. Uh, that's all you can do. So to win like this in this fashion at home um, in the latter stretch of conference play is good for us, and we just got to build momentum. And how uh, productive was, I heard Mill say on his radio show that you guys kind of had the, had a meeting on Monday, just, uh, you know, get on the same page going forward. How productive was that, and how much do you think that helped just – getting everybody going in the same direction? Um, yeah, just to kind of get a lot of things off our chest, uh, get the frustration out, uh, turn the page, and you know, look forward to the next few games we got. Um, we got a, a nice home stretch coming up, and we need to secure those wins. So um, it was productive for us, and tonight showed it. And uh, Xavier, was that, uh, did it get, you know, pretty emotional or tell me about you know as much as you can share just uh you know big picture wise just like why did it why do you think it helped you guys move on uh it was just an honest conversation i think we needed to have especially with conference tournament right around the corner um just making sure we're all on the same page just to go out there and give it our best shot and kenny uh you know obviously uh uh the last game you know rough game uh you know how did you get challenged in practice you know leading up to this and how do you think you responded 
I got challenged a lot in practice. I mean, we have two uh, great big men on our team, Quincy and Jacob, that challenged me, so I got better. And today I came out ready and better, I felt like. So a uh, big shout out to Quincy and Jacob for um, making me better. And my teammates just overall just um, keeping me uh, in check and pushing me and just keeping me uh, trying to stay positive. Xavier forced 22 turnovers, really seemed defense was pretty physical and aggressive. How did you describe the defensive effort tonight? Uh, we were just dialed in, especially on uh, personnel, um, but at the same time, just knowing our defensive scheme from a whole one through five positions, uh, just making sure we go out and execute that, I would say. Kenny, I know, uh, you know the coaches are pretty, uh, they always say that you know they're pretty harsh in film. You know, when you watch the film of Charlotte, obviously that didn't go, mm -hmm. especially the first half, you know, it just wasn't pretty what did you take away from that and just uh, how much uh, did you kind of respond from that, that first half too um we just learned a lot about effort and that's what had to change and we had to have more grit and we just came out like that today and we played like that the whole game mm -hmm. we didn't just um stop doing that after the first half so i'm proud of the guys we've been working really hard and we are going to win the next games coming up. Xavier, I mean, you were here last year. You saw, you know, how good, you know, when when Kenny plays well, you know, the ceiling goes up. Just tell me about how valuable he is to the team. <clears throat> how much does he help when, when he plays well? Definitely. He brings a level of physicality I think, you know, uh, other teams aren't really used to, especially um, on the offensive side. So just having him as a big and just put him in different positions uh, on the court has been really helpful for us. Bijan, just uh, kind of take me take me through your thoughts. You know, your your first year here, Monday. Tell me why that was so productive. Why why did that help you guys? Uh, just like everyone said, I feel like we kind of just communicated uh, communicated it out. Uh, we were all just being honest, like he said, and uh, we were just trying to stay focused and just try to do what we can on this next game and just try to stay focused on what we have next coming up. And tonight, this has to feel pretty good to uh, have a response like this to show that you know you guys aren't. Giving up, just uh, what do you think tonight kind of says about about you guys as a group? Uh, you know, it, it helps our team really just uh, go on and play our next game. And you know, every game's a challenge, so it just gives us more confidence. And everyone playing well kind of just builds that up for sure. And Colby, what would you chalk up to? I mean, all those turnovers that you guys forced tonight. Uh, uh, I think they finished at twenty-two. What uh, would you guys do a good job of tonight? Um, picking up the intensity and maintaining it, using our length, our hands, uh, but just giving extra effort, uh, getting deflections, uh, making it tough on them to make passes, uh, being in the right rotations. Uh, like X said, just being locked in, just on our entire defensive scheme. We wanted to be more physical. Um, we, went out, we went out there and executed that tonight. And X, uh, just the, a game like this, I mean, you feel like this kind of just flashes that potential. I mean, when you guys put it together, um, that this isn't a lost season, that you guys can still make some noise? Absolutely. You know, I think it just is a reminder to us uh, just how good we are, how good we can be as a collective. Um, you know, we, we came in, we come, we come into every game thinking we, we're supposed to win it. So just making sure, just coming into this one and executing it all the way through was, was definitely a reminder for us. And Colby, how much was free throws an emphasis after that last game? I think they outshot you guys like 24 to 3, something like that. 
how big of an emphasis was that? How important was that to you guys tonight not to get you know killed in the free throw department? Yeah, I mean, free throws have always been uh, kind of a challenge for us throughout this entire season. So um, there's always been emphasis just every game to make our free throws. I mean, when you have close possession games, free throws matter. Um, I think tonight we just, you know, we wasn't shooting it great, but we got to the line and we uh, made majority of our free throws, which helped us build a lead. Um, so, I mean, it's always been the same emphasis every game. It's just a matter of just making them. Go. Wichita State basketball players from uh, last night's press conference, a 79-63 to win over Tulsa. We'll circle back around with Paul Mills in hour number two at 3.02. If you have comments on the Shockers from last night, feel free to drop us a couple of thoughts on the text line. Before we get to Eric Eager, let us give something away because we have a ton of stuff to give away. Let's start with Pauly Shore. Let's do that first. 316-669-4996. 316-669-4996. Actor and comedian Pauly Shore is bringing his one-man show and stand-up tour to Wichita for two nights in March. The stand-up show is sold out, but they make it we have a pair of tickets for Polly Shore. Stick with the dancing at Crown Uptown Theater on Friday, March 8th. Limited tickets available. So if you want to go, we got you covered. Doors open at 7. Show begins at 8. We have two tickets for you. Call in now at 316-669-4996. 316-669-4996. If you want to go see Pauly Shore at the Crown Uptown Theater Friday, March 8th, beginning at 8 o'clock, doors open at 7. Call in now, 316-669-4996. If you don't win, get your tickets at crownuptown.com. Eric Eager, straight ahead on the Pulse. You're tuned into The Pulse on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Your health is too important to take chances with. Let the experts at CBD Plus USA help you find the right products for your needs. CBD Plus only stocks the highest quality brands like Highly Concentrated, known for their smooth blends like Uplifting, Focus, Euphoria, Daily, and Knockout. And don't miss Flower Fridays. Quarters 20% off, halves 30% off, and ounces 40% off. Visit today for weekly specials and all your Delta faves. Knowledge is power. Learn today at CBD Plus USA. Located at Woodlawn, north of K96, Greenwich in K96, and at 21st and Tyler. Today might be the day she finally wins one-on-one against Dad. Today, you'll proudly buy her that victory lunch. Today is why we're here. Free checking from Interest Bank. All the ease you expect, combined with zero fees. Nice game. Free checking from Interest Bank. Tradition for today. Member FDIC. 
Hey, baseball fans, a new season of Shocker Baseball is upon us, and new head coach Brian Green has his sights set on winning right away. Support Coach Green in his first season by purchasing season tickets and catch every game this spring at Historical X Stadium. It'll be the place to be with new additions to the outfield experience that are sure to turn Coleman Hill into a party. Grab your season tickets today by visiting GoShockers.com slash tickets or call 316-978-FANS. Because of you, a high school student who is low vision packs for college. Because of you, a husband and father with a permanent eye injury brings home a paycheck. Because of you, a senior with advanced macular degeneration cooks dinner, balances her checkbook, and walks to the park. All of these accomplishments reflect your gifts in action. 100% of all donations directly impact Envision's programs and services. With your help, Envision can help to create a life of independence and fulfillment. If you would like to learn more about Envision or find out how you can help, visit helpenvision.com. Spring training is underway and baseball season is coming. Opening day for the Wichita Wind Surge is April 5th and tickets go on sale February 29th at Riverfront Stadium and online at windsurge.com. Suites, hospitality, and group tickets are on sale now. Call 316-221-8000. Get ready for all the excitement of Wind Surge Baseball. A full slate of promotions, fireworks, giveaways, and much more coming to the ballpark. Get ready for baseball April 5th. Visit windsurge.com and listen to every game on ESPN Wichita 92.3. Did you know that carbon monoxide is odorless and invisible? And the only way to detect it is by installing carbon monoxide or CO alarms. First Alert is reminding you to install CO alarms on every level and in every bedroom of your home. Also, remember, alarms don't last forever and need to be replaced at least every 5 to 10 years depending on your alarm. Protect your home and family with safety you can trust by visiting firstalert.com and Lowe's stores for your carbon monoxide alarms. Congratulations to Travis. One tickets to see Pauly Shore. We'll have some other giveaways as the show progresses. Wichita State tickets. We will also be giving away $30 worth of Kansas Lottery tickets. Right now, though, let's talk some NFL. and We do it with a guy who knows a thing or two about the National Football League. Eric Eager joins us from Sumer Sports. Eager, glad to have you on the program, first and foremost, a big thank you to you, good sir, for giving me an autographed copy of Football Analytics with Python and R, learning data science through the lens of sports. Seriously, man, thank you so much for, for doing that. That was uh, really kind of you to do that. How many of those did you give away at Radio Row in Las Vegas? Well, thank you for uh, – it was fun to see you at the Super Bowl, and uh, Las Vegas was certainly fun. Uh, despite the rain, we found out. Uh, what God would do if they ever put a Super Bowl in Vegas. Um, <laughs> I gave away probably about a half a dozen or so of them. I, it, it, was a, it was a good time. Uh, but, yeah, I enjoyed it. And, and obviously for all of us uh, who, who enjoy the Chiefs and are fans of the team, it was, it was fun to see them win, especially in a year where I think a lot of us wrote them off uh, before the playoff season started. For sure. And for those that are wondering about his book, you can go and find it, Amazon, wherever. I'm sure you can find it. Just type it in. Just type in Eric Eager. I'm sure it's going to pop up. So I just want to give a little plug for your book there, Eager. Uh, for those that are diehard analytical people, I want to make sure I give you that plug here. Well, some, some breaking news with the Kansas City Chiefs, and we'll get to that shortly. But it is officially the offseason for the two-time back-to-back defending 
NFL Super Bowl champs. They did it again with Patrick Mahomes taking out the San Francisco 49ers. Let's just get your overall takeaway from Super Bowl 58, and then we'll transition to the offseason. As you brought up, a lot of us wrote off the Chiefs, but once again, Kansas City, world champs. Your thoughts on how Kansas City was able to do it against San Francisco? Well, it's so funny because you, you talk um, you talk to people. This, it's, it's really hard in the NFL to win um, in general, and you know, it's hard to find a great quarterback. And when he makes the, the big money, you know, everybody says, oh, yeah, it's a great problem to have. But until Kansas City last year won, no one in the NFL had won a Super Bowl with the quarterback making more than 14% of the salary cap. And then this year, no team won the Super Bowl with a quarterback making the highest cap hit in the NFL. And the Chiefs have achieved that both times. It took some real uh, strategy. And I think a lot of people, you know, were – when Marquez Valdez-Scantling dropped the touchdown against the Eagles or where, you know, Kadarius Tony dropped the pick six against the Lions. Everybody wanted to look at the team's weaknesses, and, and that's, of course, they were glaring at times. And the, the whole point is when you have the, the best quarterback in football and he commands a salary that is commensurate with that, with that fact, there are going to be weaknesses. And, you know, Patrick Mahomes this year, he had the highest, pressure rate of his career, the highest time to throw of his career, the highest scramble number of scrambles in his career, the lowest average depth of target in his career. The Chiefs made an educated gamble that they, because they shifted resources away from Patrick Mahomes' support into his defense, that they were able to take the best play in the league and stress test him to the limit, and he was able to overcome all those things. And in, and in January and February he did, and the defense that they put so much faith into uh, you know, we're talking about 63 points against the Miami team who led the league in passing yards, uh, against the Buffalo and, and, and Baltimore team who had probably the two most valuable quarterbacks in the league this year and a San Francisco team who offensively is about as good as anybody. And so they, they just made really good gambles. And I think the whole year, um, you know, Patrick Mahomes is really the one that they stress test. And at the end of the year, he was resilient enough to take them over the top. Eric Eager joining us from Sumer Sports here on the Pulse and ESPN Wichita. The breaking news is not Chris Jones signing a long-term contract with the Chiefs. It's obviously the most pressing need for the Chiefs is filling the punter spot you know, with Tommy Townsend being a free agent. That's what the Chiefs were able to do. Matt Ariza is going to be the punter for the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, that's what we all expected, right, Eager? You know, we don't need Chris Jones. We need to worry about the Jarius need. Go go out and get a punter. Go out and get a guy that can bomb at seventy yards. That sounds like a strategy. This is this is Brett Beach in a nutshell, isn't it? Though I mean, he goes after Darius <laughs> Tony, uh, you know, Calvin Benjamin, Frank Clark, uh, was it DeAndre Baker, Cam Cam uh, Cameron uh, Irving. Uh, now it's just you know the the highest rated punter of his draft class. So, yeah, all those guys have warts, obviously. Um, yeah, Ariza, you know, it sounds like you know, he's been acquitted of, of everything. So. Uh, I think he's got a clean bill there, but even guys like Willie Gay, who um, you know have been really good contributors to this team, were guys that had some checkered past. Kareem Hunt was one that didn't end up working out long term for them. But this team has has done a lot of this, where they go and they get a guy who's been highly rated by their scouts uh, with character issues, and because they believe so heavily in this coaching staff and their ability to uh, keep the thing on the tracks, I think that was Andy Reid's. Uh, biggest achievement this year was making sure that when everything was down, uh, they didn't they didn't struggle much. Uh, it, it was 
this is just another example of that. And so, if he, if, obviously, if, if he can punt the way that he did at San Diego State, uh, I think averaging 50.5 yards a, a punt during the course of his career, uh, I think that that's going to be uh, a good omen for the Chiefs. So Chris Jones, LeJerry Sneed, both those guys very well could be going to other teams. How does Kansas City go about retaining both of them? And in your opinion, do they retain both of them? I would, I'd be surprised if they did. I think that they're, they're a team that has known when to say when on players like Orlando Brown. Even Chris Jones last year, they knew, you know, when to say when on, on a contract extension for him. Um, I think that they probably, you know, in my opinion, I think Snead is the more valuable player just because they've used him because of the way that he matches up with McDuffie. However, the depth that they have at corner is so much better than the depth that they have at defensive interior. So that could, that could tip the balances. I don't know. I think winning a Super Bowl cures a lot of ills. And so maybe a lot of the, the negative consternation that happened with Jones prior to the season maybe go, went away, um, you know, during the course of, uh, this year, but it looked pear-shaped during the middle of the season. Uh, I think that they retain one of them. Right now, they have about $15 million in cap space, depending upon what, what, what website you look at. They can get 12 with Valdez Scantling. Uh, even a guy like Justin Reed, they can get about 11 uh, if they were to let him go, and they're deep at safety with, with Connor and Cook. I, I think that that's going to be the way they get one of these guys back, and whether it's LeJerry Seed on the franchise tag or Chris Jones on a long-term deal, I think they're going to get one of those players back. What about Menehu? Would he also be a cut candidate, or would that be too cold of a move by Brett Veach to cut a guy who tore his ACL in the AFC Championship game? I, I think Menehu has some real juice, and I think ACLs nowadays are, you know, you can come back from them now. We saw it with Tom Bahali. We, you know, we saw it with Justin Houston. It's not always easy for these pass rushers to come back quickly, but that could be a case. That could now they would have to come up with an injury settlement because he's not going to be healthy enough uh, for for that to make sense right away. And and you know those seven point two million dollars of savings that they have uh, upon cutting him right now, uh, they're worth the most now. But they'd have to come up with an injury settlement to do it now. Uh, and a lot of it depends upon Felix Anazuke Uzama, who you know made one play in the Super Bowl, had one sack this season, but. They're going to need more out of him. Now, they got a ton out of George Colossus this year after getting a decent amount out of him as a rookie. Uh, it, it really does depend upon what they think about Felix. The other part is, of course, if Jones doesn't return, Amanda, who offers a real big punch rushing from the interior uh, with, on, on late downs, and that could be something that they value. Good point. Eric Eager for Sumer Sports joining us here on the Pulse on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Follow him at Eric Eager underscore on Twitter slash X. Eager, I, I find this interesting. So Patrick Mahomes last year, wasn't part of his contract converted to a signing bonus? Is that the move for Kansas City like every year? Is that going to be like a common thing every year to help out with the cap issues? So it sometimes. So in 2022, they had a $27 million roster bonus that they just didn't. They just paid. And, you know, remember the hunt. And, and this is not calling the Hunts cash poor. This is not calling you know them cheap or anything. But when you look at historically, the Chiefs don't spend as much as as other teams cap the cash. Meaning they don't like give out big bonuses and prorate them over the years and kind of circumvent the cap. They mostly pay as they go. And even with Patrick Mahomes, they pay as they go. 2022, Patrick Mahomes had a 22, 27 million dollar uh, roster bonus. So they just paid in full. 
and they ate that right there, which gives them cap flexibility in the future. Last year, they only converted a, a small fraction of one of the bonuses to a signing bonus to prorate it over five years because of that. And I think that what they're going to do with this $35 million roster bonus that they have this year is they're not going to completely blow it, right, because you know, it, they, they want to save cap flexibility in the future. So it's just going to depend. Now, the full thing they can do is convert the whole thing and get $28 million in cap space just like that. Uh, I think that they'll probably do a little bit less and, and just take about as much as they need uh, for this year. Okay. So everyone, so Jeff Jarling said the other day for ESPN, said that that getting Mike Evans on offense would be more valuable than having Chris Jones on defense. Don't necessarily want to go down that rabbit hole, but everyone is focused on the wide receiver room with Kadarius Toney and Marquez Valdez-Scantling and Sky Moore and so on and so forth. Realistically, who can the Chiefs get? And I bring that up because everyone's like, go get a big name. Well, what if T. Higgins signs you know, a, a franchise tag? What if he gets tagged by Cincinnati? What You have to trade for Mike Evans. Do you have the capital to bring him in? Realistically, if the Chiefs were to upgrade at wide receiver, who are some of the top targets for them in free agency? Yeah, it's not particularly good. You have Evans, you have Higgins, as you said. Um, those are going to be big name players. Now, if Evans wants, you know, Evans already has a championship, as we know in Kansas City. Um, mm-hmm. That that might not necessarily make him at 31, 32 years old want to move over for less. Um, but the other names are kind of bleak. You know, it's Odell Beckham Jr., it's Curtis Samuel, it's Michael Thomas, it's um, Tyler Boyd, uh, DJ Chark, who I know that they've looked at in the past. Uh, Kendrick Bourne, who I know had a good game against them in the Super Bowl a few years ago. It's those kind of players. Josh Reynolds, who I know that they've picked, picked around it in the past and a lot of Lions fans will, you know, say is a goat because he dropped those passes in the, in the, uh, 49ers <laughs> team in the NFC Championship game. But yeah. it's going to be those kind of players. The, the fact of the matter is, you know, Gabe Davis is a chief fan, so he's going to be a free agent. But many people know, like, for premium positions, so positions like quarterback, wide receiver, left tackle, uh, defensive end, defensive tackle, corner, it's just really hard to find great players in free agency because they often get tagged, and when they don't get tagged, you have to bid. And that's how Christian Kirk, for example, two years ago got a $20 million deal per year from the Jaguars. So I think that they'll probably go more on the flatter end, like with a Samuel or a Boyd, uh, maybe even a, you know, an Agil- you know, even kind of like an Aguilar or a – a you know, guy like that, um, I think they'll take a shot at Evans. I think they'll take a shot uh, at maybe Gabe Davis, but maybe they'll get priced out because of the way that they are from the cap perspective. Yeah, I always have to like temper the expectations. I I do want the wide receiver room to change, but also like you can't just generate generate guys out of the thin air if you truly want to change things. And 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 maybe they ride with the guy. They they have Kadarius Tony and Sky Moore under control and. Those two guys, I don't know how much financial gain you really get out of them if you cut them. So someone's got to be on the roster. Someone's got to catch the ball. Now, maybe not well all the times, but still, someone's got to be able to do that. You brought up left tackle, Diamond Smith being a free agent. What's Kansas City's plan there? Is it best to ride with Wayne Morris, or is it to try to address it with maybe a Tyron Smith out of Dallas? I don't know if you want to take your shot at that for a guy who's been injured the last three years, but hey, we all know Brett Feach likes to find value in players. He'll take a chance on some of these guys. So what's the answer at left tackle for Kansas City? Yeah, and they've also they've done a they've gone they've looked at players who have yeah, I think 
some good traits and athleticism, you know, like Jawan Taylor, who wasn't particularly great at Jacksonville, but was a good enough athlete, I think, to garner interest. Uh, so somebody like Josh Nyman, who was a Packers tackle for a while, uh, he could be somebody they look at. They could even look at Wanya Morris, who was a third-round pick last year, who played uh, in Donovan Smith-Stead down the stretch last year. Dwayne Brown uh, is an older guy, 39 years old, but he's still puttering around the league. I think Tyron Smith makes some sense. I, I even think Donovan Smith, you know, he didn't play great last year. Um, but somebody like that, if they don't go uh, with, uh, you know, the sort of the tried and true, um, you know, player in, in Wanya Morris, who they've had in the building, who I think that they want to develop there. If they can get him there uh, starting and playing at least average football, that's such a surplus for them at his price. Does Kansas City just go through the draft in the later rounds, pick up a running back to supplement Isaiah Pacheco? I had some guys yesterday pull out the big names like Derrick Henry and Austin Eckler, and I don't know how realistic that would be in Kansas City. It would be kind of weird to, to got to see Derrick Henry in a Chiefs uniform, but I don't know. Is, is Kansas City, and that's another position that might be a little bit weak because you only have one guy, so Kansas City's best route just to draft a, a, a running back in the later rounds of the draft, or do you try to bring in a, a big name who maybe is looking to take a pay cut to try to win a ring? Yeah, they've always preferred in that in that kind of secondary tertiary back a guy that has some experience. They've had Le'Veon Bell in the building. They've had Lashawn McCoy in the building. Uh, you know, Jarek McKinnon's been that kind of guy for a few years. So I could see somebody like Latavius Murray. I could even see um, uh, somebody like that. You know, Latavius Murray is the one that I like. Boston Scott's another one that could could possibly get some run here. Devin Singletary as well uh, had a decent year for Houston. I, I don't think they're going to compete for some of the top guys, Henry, Jacobs, Barkley, Pollard, Eckler, Edwards, uh, Elliott. But, like, I think that they are going to at least try to sign somebody. Even they brought in Carlos Hyde one year, right? And then they let him, they traded him. <laughs> he had a thousand yard season, uh, that year. They traded him for Houston in 2019. I think they'll at least try. Um, and then, yeah, they'll draft running backs in the later part of the rounds to try to compete with that player. And they might even just let him go because that's kind of how the, the world works at the running back position. Remember last year, Jacobs, Barkley, and Pollard all got the franchise tag, and none of those players really played up to it. Yeah, and that's and that's the thing. I'll be really curious to see what the the market really demands for those guys. I'm really curious to see how that all pans out because we all know that the running back position is is changing, and it will continue to change moving forward in the National Football League. How would you rank the positions of need for Kansas City? Is a wide receiver one? Is it defensive tackle one? How would you uh, rank the positions of need for the Kansas City Chiefs going into this offseason? Yeah, I think you have to do wide receiver, defensive tackle, left tackle, and then it gets to sneaky places like safety, linebacker, running back, mm-hmm. right? Where at safety, mm-hmm. linebacker, running back, you have players there, but you don't really have depth. You have a starter in Pacheco. You have starters in Cook and Connor. You have starters in Bolton and Chanel. But you don't really have depth after you take into account that Willie Gay is a free agent, that Drew Tranquil is a free agent, and that kind of thing. So those, those you need starter players at wide receiver, defensive line, defensive tackle, and left tackle, but you need depth in those other positions. Okay, totally fair. Eric Eager from Sumer, Sumer Sports here on the Pulse and ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. Okay, so let's fast forward to the NFL draft, shall we? Kansas City Chiefs are on the clock. Right now, if someone forced you to make a selection for Kansas City, what would it be? It? Well, who would it be? 
that's such a great question. I have been doing these mock drafts uh, over and over and over again. <laughs> um, let me, let me, but everybody always tells me I'm so bad at them uh, online. So let me, let me try to at least uh, help people out a little bit. What do you um, mean for the Chargers? Your Chargers one was uh, was pretty darn good. I thought your Chargers mock looked pretty well, darn the Chargers good. Chargers fans thought I was a, a moron. Here's one. Here's a name that I have gotten confirmation on, not within the building, but among a lot of people who kind of have studied the Chiefs and who understand the Chiefs. Um, he's currently only 45 on PFS Big Board, um, but he is uh, he's a Mizzou kid, big kid, inside outside player, six five two ninety six. Uh, Darius Robinson, the, the edge slash, he's kind of an Amenahu type. Uh, he, he had an 83.1 PFF grade last year, and 515 snaps. And, you know, basically been a two-year starter for them. Uh, that's one that I would not be surprised if the Chiefs took. And, I, and for the first time in the Brett Beach era, I wouldn't even be surprised, given that the draft is not in Kansas City this year, that if they got to a position where they got to last year where they're at 32 and – they're not enamored with everybody. I think most people know that they weren't like goo-goo-gaga over Felix Anazuke Udama, that they trade back and maybe take Darius Robinson at like 35 or 38 or something like that and try to accumulate picks. Okay. Well, and see, look, you say people say you're bad. If you're a Bengals fan, wouldn't you be drooling all over Marvin Harrison Jr. if you make a trade <laughs> to go get him and trade T. Higgins? I, like, I, I think that would be such a sick move by the Bengals. It well, would be so cool. That's the thing. I, I don't call my – look, like, look, innovation is not appreciated in its time, right? So, like, that one was pretty <laughs> funny because I, I sent it around and a lot of people are like, oh, I've never even thought of that. And I was like, seems like a good move for the Bengals and the – the other thing that people don't get, and I think we're so spoiled as Kansas City Chiefs observers and fans and everything, but the you can have too many picks. Arizona has too many draft picks. They have 13. Like, imagine, I think the Chiefs are going to have to deal with this in two or three years. If you hit on all your picks in one draft, that, that, that's great. You're going to win Super Bowls, but you're going to have to sign all of them. And that becomes tough, whereas if you're Arizona, and the Chiefs don't have this problem, but if you're Arizona and you don't have really any good veteran players, this is the time to trade some of those six for veteran players because your team needs to have some distribution of age. And so for me, if I'm four, I think everybody thinks that Arizona's a slam dunk to get Marvin Harrison, but and, and he's great, you know, don't get me wrong. But if the opportunity presents itself to get a player who is similarly good, who has almost who has a lot less variance being a veteran player, uh, they should at least consider it. Well, I mean, you, you, now the next move for a mock trap is to have the Chiefs somehow, some way, trade up all the way high as number four to get Marvin Harrison, and then just watch what Twitter says. That would be that would be fun. You should do that. That should be next on your list if you do something like that. I'll make sure to to retweet it to the world when I when I see that. But come on, like, there's some people that are 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 pipe dreaming and that as much as I would love to see Marvin Harrison in a Chiefs uniform. Come on, like wake up! I don't think that's going to going to happen unless someone decided like, "Hey, Brett Veach, you must be on the deathbed or something." Here, I'll give you a pick because I feel bad for you, something like that. But no one is going to be doing that for the Chiefs. Well, Eager, thank you so much for hopping on the show here today, man. I know yesterday was super busy. Thanks for being flexible to move to today. Thanks again for the book. Great to see you in Las Vegas. I hope to see you and talk to you again soon. Of course, Pat, uh, this is fun and a uh, great time to be a Pat in Kansas City.
Yeah, no doubt. No doubt about that. All right, Eric Eager from Sumer Sports here on The Pulse on ESPN Wichita. Go and follow him. Follow his work. He does terrific, terrific work. And I always like talking about Eager because it's 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 a different look at some things. With him being the analytical guy that he is, he takes a little bit of a different approach with some different things. And I gotta say, that's it's it's nice to have a guy like that on the show every so often. So I appreciate Eric Eager for joining us here today. Jack, let's fire up the phone lines again. I know. 316-669-4996 because we need to give away another thing here. Let's give away $30 worth of Kansas lottery tickets. 316-669-4996. 316-669-4996. worth of Cash Blitz instant tickets courtesy of the Kansas lottery. Must be 18 years or older. You can keep the fun going when you become a Kansas Lottery Play On member. Join today by going to playonkansas.com and sign up. It is free to join. 316-669-4996. 316-669-4996. Call in now. Back to wrap up our number one on The Pulse. The heartbeat of Wichita sports fans. The Pulse on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. On that heavy shelf you hung yesterday. Turns out you didn't use enough anchors. Wait, you didn't use any anchors? (laughs) Now you've got an open floor plan. Trendy. And if you have the wrong home insurance, you could need a wall of money to fix this. So get home insurance with Allstate and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Ah, battery trouble? You might just need a fresh charge, and we can take care of that free of charge. But if it is time for a new battery, we've got replacement batteries that'll fit your needs, starting at just $79.99. You can learn more about our battery selection at AutoZone.com. That's what makes us America's number one battery destination. Get in AutoZone. Claim based on data from the NPD Group 2021. Paid for by Bar Justice. Attention. Have you or a loved one been diagnosed with cancer after using Zantac or other heartburn medications for several months? The FDA has warned that Zantac and other medications containing heartburn drug, ranitidine, may be contaminated with cancer-causing agent NDMA. Zantac may be linked to these cancers, bladder, colorectal, esophageal, intestinal, kidney, liver, ovarian, pancreatic, stomach, testicular, and uterine. If you or a loved one have been diagnosed with cancer after using Zantac or other heartburn medications for several months, call now. 800-516-9931 Never stop taking medication without first consulting a physician. Call right now for a free consultation. You may be owed significant compensation. Call 800-516-9931. 800-516-9931. That's 800-516-9931. 800-516-9931. I thought learning a language would be too much work, but Babbel makes learning fun. Jim Babel. Babbel's lessons only take 10 or 15 minutes, and soon you turn and realize, hey, I'm starting to speak another language. How'd that happen? Babbel isn't robots talking. 
you learn words and phrases from real native speakers. I was ready for real-life conversations in just a few weeks. So easy. Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. Hey, Wichita, this is Stephen St. John, host of the Border Patrol, and I want you to listen to my show every morning from 8 until 10 a.m. right here on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. We're broadcasting live from Kansas City right to you in Wichita every weekday morning, and we want you to be part of the show. So check us out every morning, 8 to 10, right here on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Congratulations, Randy. $30 worth of Kansas lottery tickets. Randy officially won just by listening to the Pulse. One more thing to give away in hour number two. A pair of tickets to see the Shockers and the Temple Owls coming up this weekend. So stay tuned for that. We'll also have some other Wichita State stuff in hour number two. You'll hear from Paul Mills. We have Rising and Falling brought to you by Adventures Point Financial Group. And we have... Terry France with Cars for Heroes, brought to you by Super Pools. Jack Johnson, do you have a PS5 or what is it now? What's the Xbox version? I Xbox One can't remember. S? What, uh, something like that, but I have a I PS5. I have no idea. I, okay, so you're in good shape. You, I'm not going to go and buy a PS5 just for this, but you know what one game one game that could do that force me to do something, it is NCAA football. For over 11,000 college football players, today will be the first chance to opt in to EA Sports' new college football program or football game, EA Sports College Football 25, and get paid for it. EA Sports has finalized its name, image, and likeness plan and will begin the opt-in process up to 85 players per school will initially appear on rosters in the game, which comes out this summer. All athletes who opt in, they will eventually receive $600 plus a copy of the game that's typically valued at $70. Athletes will remain in the game for their entire careers, but could opt out of future editions if they choose. Athletes who remain in the game for multiple years will be paid annually, and players who transfer will continue to be compensated as long as they are on the roster. Are you going to be buying this game come summer, Jack Johnson? Oh, of course. How, how can you not? <laughs> I mean, people have been waiting a decade for a game like this again. And uh, I'm sure it's going to have lots of lots of cool upgrades, but, uh, yeah, I don't care what it's worth, man. It's definitely going to be worth it in the end. If you can play 2014 for a decade plus, God only knows how long you can play this one for. <laughs> Well, I'm going to have to stick with it because I'm not going to go buy a brand new console just for this game. My brain can't do it. My heart wants to, but my brain can't. Here's what's going to happen. Chance Lebo is going to allow Shane, myself, Zach, Andrew, all of us to have an NCAA football party. Maybe we'll have a weekly bonding deal here at Riverfront Stadium where we do Dynasty Mode. That was always a lot of fun. I don't need it. I don't need it. Okay, hour number two begins with Paul Mills, plus Wichita State tickets giveaway. Stick around. More of the polls straight ahead on ESPN Wichita. 
Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM, KKGQ, Newton.